you are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops with Vlad the Impeller and Silicon Steve Valley. And now, here is Silicon Steve Valley and Vlad the Impeller. Oh, let's move it on to the elimination elimination chamber this week. We'll just talk, touch on a couple things that are happening. We did see a six-man tag tonight in SmackDown. Did not see the result, but I'm sure it ended with all six guys beating each other up and one of them standing prominent. And Oh, could he be the one that faces Roman Reigns? Maybe it's Cesaro. It'll probably have their shooting off. That's what I'm assuming happened. I didn't watch it. We'll say it was Cesaro. Um, Will Cesaro be the guy? They're pushing. They're sort of pushing Cesaro almost in a uh, Kofi Kingston sort of way right now. It's kind of surreal. I don't think, yeah, but whoever he might win, he might win the elimination chamber, but he's going to lose to Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Um, no, I, it's irrelevant I, who wins this. The elimination. Yeah, that, that's a thing. It's irrelevant who wins this elimination chamber because you know there's no way they're beating Roman Reigns. So, yeah, no, I agree. Um, Oh, you know what? I, I I actually did not see SmackDown, and some, something got cocked up, or I actually didn't get a chance to record it. I don't know what happened on my DVR, but I got to double check this, so I got to actually probably look on demand for uh, SmackDown. I can tell you, I like, saw a lot of it. I saw a lot of it. Like, um, you're not going to mention the huge heel turn? Uh, who turned heel? <laughs> you're sitting down, obviously. Uh, Otis and Gable. <laughs> On who? Uh, they turned heel on uh, Rey Mysterio. Oh, I fast forwarded that match. Yeah, they, I, I, I don't I, give actually, it. no offense. I, I don't legendary as he is. I don't give a shit about Rey Mysterio. I just no, I, I got, no, I got, yeah, I got it. But I'm, I'm just sort of curious how they played uh, the heel of uh, the heel version of Otis. I gotta see. <laughs> I gotta see this. Um, they should bring yeah. the other dude back then, and they should be buddies hey, again and make him a tag what, team. Let, let me tell you something. I know Otis is a fan favorite and people like laugh at him and there's the Chris Farley thing, but I was actually pretty impressed with Tucker, especially that elimination tag team match what was last year where he had a pretty good high spot involved there and decent talent for a big guy. Like, you know, again, a little bit of a missed opportunity. Is he a world beater in WWE? No, but is he a serviceable talent that could be used in something? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I don't know. Missed I, opportunity. I, yeah. Oh, hmm. yeah, I mean they should call. They should call. They should call their Monday night show that. It's Monday night missed opportunity. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. Beyond that, I think uh, what I saw online real quick before before this uh, phone call was, um, I think Roman speared Edge at the end of it. Yeah, and they're building that. I think it's. I think he's going to pick Roman. I do yeah. think he's going to pick Roman. And it'll probably happen where Roman goes over on whoever wins. The, and whoever wins will probably give Roman a decent fight. But at the end of the day, Roman's going to win cleanly over whoever wins the elimination chamber. Let's say it's Cesaro. I'll say Cesaro just because yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. I think he is getting a little bit of a rub. I don't think this, this happens at this WrestleMania, but perhaps mm-hmm. after. Yeah, yeah, so you, yeah. you, you say, so but you still give him a good rub. Cesaro wins the elimination chamber uh, and gives Roman a run for his money. Roman Roman is celebrating, and then Edge comes out and announces he's facing him at WrestleMania. That's what I think might happen. That's what I think will happen because Edge said he will make his decision at WrestleMania, 
And he's also saying, hey, man, I'm playing games in your head. He comes out every week and basically says he's just playing with Roman Reigns' head. And he's out foxing him, and, and he's and he's thinking above him. He's like, you're worried. And so that's what happened. And now with the spear, that even makes it, to me, even more of a chance. Because they say Roman Reigns is afraid that he's not a headliner without Edge this year. So that they're playing oh. off of that storyline. Edge is saying, hey, man, you need me to be the headliner this year, so you need me. And mm-hmm. Roman knows that. And then Roman whispered something to Edge's ear. And I, we still don't, I, I don't know if we found out what it was, but I now we, I believe we said Roman and Edge was going to be the situation. I think that's even more reaffirmed now after their night's SmackDown. And I think you'll see the announcement as Roman is celebrating after beating Cesaro, whomever it is. Then Edge makes his announcement to, to rain on his parade, and you are set for WrestleMania. And just let me clarify one thing. You said that Edge said that he's going to go and uh, decide who he's going against at Elimination Chamber? Yes. Okay, that's huge. Okay, cool. Yeah, so interesting. So we got through that. So we got through those parts. Who do you think walks out WWE champion? Jesus. Um, it really, if that's the case, I'm thinking it's going to be. Let's put it this way: if there's no chance that Edge is going against Drew McIntyre, then I actually believe that Sheamus might win the title, and then McIntyre is going to go and get this rematch at WrestleMania and then beat him. That's a possibility, and there's a possibility Drew McIntyre is eliminated before Sheamus even gets there. I would like, if it's Sheamus, I'm a little disappointed, but that might be what they're going with this long-term story storyline. And they can't put Sheamus over Drew McIntyre. I, I hate to say it like that, but that's what it is. They no, built I, Sheamus as a heel and still try to build this friendship between the two. It was something nobody believed. And the heel turn was done with jerking with a semi at best. So at the end of the day, I Sheamus never blew my skirt up, so to speak. So I'm not too, as my mother would say. So that is not too entertaining to me. And Sheamus being in a main event status match in WrestleMania isn't very exciting to me either. But whatever. I, I'm going to look at Triple into H my, loves uh, him. I'm going to look at you. Oh, they, from what I understand, they're lifting buddies. Um, I'm going to look into my warped crystal ball with that match right there. Um, what I think is going to happen is that McIntyre is going to be one of the first two to start the match. He's going to go and be, you know, get his ass kicked. He's going to go and fight off every, you know, person in that match. He's going to be beaten down, struggling. And then finally, Sheamus is going to be released and like a vulture picking the bones. He's going to go and beat him. Sympathetic characters built. McIntyre would have beaten in most other circumstances. And it's almost like a justifiable, justifiable way to job him out to Sheamus. That's the way I think they might go that route. That would be what they typically have done in the past. I hope they don't do yeah. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Drew McIntyre. I think he retains. I I would hope because he needs a good start. Because then, all right, he's had two title reigns, and what is he gonna have a third title reign in, in a year? All right, then they're really pushing this guy to the moon. Already three title reigns in less than a year. I mean, it's. To me, I mean, that's a little shitty. I don't I don't like those kind of titles. I don't like those title reign numbers. That's why I don't respect Randy Orton's title reign number. And that's what I was gonna bring up. But I mean, can you name another wrestler that's playing with Vince McMahon's sword? <laughs> no. Pat Patterson's not around anymore, so that's not happening. Probably with a sword. 
touch the sword. Go ahead, just go ahead, touch it. He's a little more low key now, Vince. Just touch yeah. it. Go ahead, touch it. Go ahead. Isn't it amazing? Have you ever yeah. seen such a big sword? There you go. I'm doing Nixon again. There you go. Have you ever seen such a big sword? Uh, what else is the elimination chamber? You know what? I'll, I'll definitely give him like predictions on the uh, site, the Facebook page for sure. But I'm trying to think what else comes to mind matches wise. I think I'm trying to think of the women's match. I think Nia Jax and Lana are wrestling somebody. Or Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are defending the tag titles against somebody. And I'm not sure who. Is it Dakota Kai and the, the other girl from uh, the other woman from NXT? I have no idea. Probably. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I haven't paid a lot of attention to that. Gotcha. So. And rightfully so. So yeah, so it's uh, that's why. So typically, I usually just talk oh, about the ones I know about. You know what? There's a, there's oh. another thing. Kind of, there's one other thing that I, I know offhand. Uh, Lashley versus Riddle, and the weird thing is, is Keith Lee is not involved in this match for some reason, and people are speculating what the hell's going on there. Is he going to join the Hurt Business because he's black? You know, listen, Cosell. <laughs> not for now. You know, yeah. I mean, it's obvious if they go that route. What they no, should and that's do fine. They shouldn't. You know what? I think it's a great fact, and I think it's a fantastic faction because it wasn't yeah. a nation of domination, which was like a ripoff of the, of, of yeah. nation of Islam. This yeah. is more about what I like about this. This is showing for up, you know, high class black men, businessmen thinking on another mm-hmm. level, not your, and that's not really portrayed enough in professional wrestling. So what the hurt business is doing, I think pushing people in a, in a positive light, despite the fact they're heels, but putting them in that kind of positive light, I think it's great. And I think more of that needs to happen quite frankly. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's going on. Keith Lee. Um, but yeah, he's not in that match. Um, Hart gonna join you think you know what my god you are just something remember he joined the nation of domination it was like you gotta love owen hart for breaking the reverse color barrier for the nation of domination (laughs) i'm not counting the the first version with brian adams that crush i think he was crushed then still but you know i don't count him i but owen was i i thought you were referring to the canadian singer Owen? Is there a Canadian no, singer named Owen? No, Brian Adams. I despise Brian Adams. He is one of the people I absolutely despise. When I hear one of his songs, I get annoyed. Even if it's a catchy one, like Summer of 69, it's a catchy rock and roll tune. I just, his voice makes me want to, makes me want to, want to, he's going to puke. He's going to, he's. Did you like that? I think it was excellent. Uh, wasn't Nixon ish. But, you know, it, it also does bring me back to the moment where I realize that everything I do, I do it for you. Well, on that note, we'll have predictions for, well, certainly Vlad the Impaler will have predictions as he is our official, he is High Spots Cheap Pops Prime editor and writer, head writer, head columnist, and he's also the editor in chief of the Facebook page. So Vlad, you're going to have your, you're going to have Vlad is going to have his predictions. When, when can we expect to see those? Before the pay-per-view. And I expect to see yours up there too. Some sort of record. I, you know what, honestly, the social media thing, I guess I should, we got to get a, 
You know what? 2021 before this year is that we're going to have our own website. We're going to have our own blogs and vlogs to talk about all the stuff that we're talking about right here. Because sometimes just something comes to our mind, maybe when we're driving or what have you, and we'll be able to do interact with that stuff on top of the podcast as well. So we're going in that direction. So we will definitely have that. Just writing it on Facebook is just an annoying platform. And the juice might not be worth the squeeze. You like that? Man, you're just beating that dead horse. Uh, it's not oh, dead and, yet, buddy. Still nanning yeah, a little bit, kicking me in the shin. I know, I know. Um, hey, what do you think about Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania? Does that do it for you? Is that what's happening? Yes. Whatever. Shane will jump off something tall and... Braun's going to catch him. And he'll, and he'll put Strowman over. It's whatever. Yeah, it's very predictable. I'm like, hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't care about Shane McMahon wrestling anymore, folks. He'll probably do an elbow from the top rope onto the table, or maybe he'll have a table set up over by the ramp. I mean, he's going to jump off of something high. He's going to put on a decent match. It's going to be a decent match. It'll be fun, but it'll you be know the what? same Shane McMahon match that happens every time he wrestles. So I'm not going to be excited about it. Sorry. Here, here's what bothers me with the Shane McMahon thing at WrestleMania. And I give him all the credit in the world for being the owner's son or part owner of WWE, whatever you want to, his title is. And he does take very dangerous risks and he does put on a good show. But man, what bothers me as a wrestling fan is that spot is being taken away from another guy that's been doing it all year long. I mean, you could have that conversation about a lot of guys, not just Shane McMahon. So that's just, again, it's one of those things that we have to get used to with WWE. I don't even want to bitch about it anymore because it's just, it just, it lowers my chi. It's been the same story for years, right? This has been the same story. How many spots have Go- has Goldberg taken? Or how many spots, whomever. You know, you can even, in a weird way, say you can complain about The Rock taking someone's spot during those two years, particularly CM Punk's. So there is always that. It's always been that. Mr. T got a spot in WrestleMania 1. Vince McMahon doesn't care about who earns it, and he cares about who's going to draw money. He'll give opportunities to people who earn it, but if he doesn't think you're going to draw money, you're not getting that spot. And he thinks in his blood, Shane McMahon jumping off the top rope onto a table for the 80th time is going to be something that people want to see. I can't wait to see what Shane does. Or maybe he'll do the Shane Dominator. Or whatever the case may be, the coast to coast. Yeah, yeah. Shane will do something. It'll be entertaining if you like a Shane McMahon match. It's going to be good. Braun Strowman's going to do what he does. Shane's going to do what he does. And you can kind of see how it's going to go. Shane's going to get the shit kicked out of him for most of the match. Yeah. And then he's going to finally get Braun to a point where he can jump off of something high. He'll either hit it or he won't hit it. I predict he hits it, but Braun still comes back. Michael Cole will say one of the 30,000 times he says it at WrestleMania, how is Braun Strowman still standing? How is Braun Str- How is he still moving? How is... I mean, that stupid shit he does all the time. It's just regurgitated WWE, and I don't even want to talk about it. I'm over yeah. it. That's what, what I think about Shane. That's what I think about what, Shane McMahon. What about Ric Flair becoming a father again? I, I dig that. I dig that. Yeah, I like the fact he was excited. He was like the super sperm. Ric Flair super sperm still has it. I know a lot of people hate it because they hate anything with Charlotte, which I acknowledge. And I know you probably think I'm part of that crew, which I'm not. Yeah, you are. But I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. But my big complaint, this is my complaint. 
It's yeah. not because, oh, I don't like Ric Flair and being involved. I don't like the angle or whatever. I like the angle. Mm-hmm. But less, I think, what, six months ago, you're selling me Lacey Evans when she was babyface for no fucking reason. Yep. She turned babyface because she was a hardworking, dedicated mother and wife and living veteran. on the farm. Show and and also and also in the, in the military, yeah. that's who she is. All of a sudden, she's banging Ric Flair and having his baby. So wh- yeah. where did that happen? When did that happen? Yeah, exactly. So, that's my problem with it. It totally disrespects and totally abolishes a major a part of their storyline because it didn't work. No, and they pull the plug on it before it even was anything. And so that's yeah. my that would be my complaint. But again. It's WWE, baby. You got to a, a dog is gonna bark, baby. A, a bird is gonna fly. A fish is gonna swim and play a shitty jam in A minor. Just kidding. I like fish. That was a double entendre. It was jam band humor here. Yeah. So, Silicon Steve Valley listened a lot of fish this past weekend while I was on mushrooms. Speaking Where'd of which, I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go do some mushrooms now. If my wife didn't go to sleep yet, where'd you get them? I don't think I'm gonna reveal my. Don't worry. I, I grow them. I grow them in the backyard. You don't have cows. I. It's dog shit mushrooms. Oh, it's even better. It's, it's the highest of grades. This is. You don't know what I feed my dog. I, well, I feed my dogs. I feed my dogs acid, so I figure the mushrooms will be great. So anyway, we're going to get out of here now, folks. This is High Spots and Cheap Pop, Silicon Steve Valley for Vlad the Impaler. Any parting words, Vlad? Oh, not much really other than uh, looking to enjoy the Elimination Chamber. And um, I'll have some predictions up. I'm hoping that uh, Silicon Steve Valley will join me and just uh, share these because we are competing from the last I've checked on uh, uh, as far as like uh, – our records here, were we not? Or is it you just throwing in the white towel? Well, what did we get for the Royal Rumble? What, were, what was our numbers? We were, tied. We, were t- we were tied. So we were tied there. So we're so what are we? We're two and what are we two and two? We're both two and two. So we're two and two going into this pay-per-view. And I could give you my predictions. I already did give you my predictions. I think Drew McIntyre, Cesaro, Roman Reigns beats Cesaro. And those are the only matches I I I care to predict so you have okay, to go yeah. through so that we'll we'll do what they do on the uh, football games they'll, they'll pick the matches that make sense because nobody gives a shit if i think baron corbin's gonna lose to dominic de carlo or whoever the hell dominic dominic whoever no one gives a shit i don't give a shit why would they care if i talk about it <laughs> does corbin even have a match in this thing i don't care i hope not don't give a shit yeah I, gave I, mean, you, I just gonna... gave you my predictions. So there's three. So that means we're either going to be tied or someone's going to win. That's ridiculous what I just said, but you know what I mean. Are you going to even watch Elimination Chamber? I am most certainly going to watch Elimination Chamber. Hmm. And I am getting points, and I'm also predicting Edge will proclaim the head of the table as the opponent he will choose for WrestleMania. So those are my four predictions. Mm. Now we're on, uh, we're now on even numbers once again. Well, you don't have to predict that. That's just a bonus. I'll just count as a win that. for me. It won't count as a. I'll tell you what. It'll count as a win or a loss for me. I'm but probably just gonna ver- verbatim. I'm just gonna pick exactly what you just picked. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. 
everyone hears it knows it was my idea and i was the the, the truth seeker and that the truth czar in that situation but anyways that's cool with me man so we got four so let's let's just do three we won't even say edge i'll just that'll just be bragging rights that i had we won't even count that as part of it so those are the three matches we got who do you have you got sheamus cesaro and roman uh i have till sunday to figure out what i want to go and do well i already got mine up so you can certainly put mine with your post or i can just type it up myself but we'll see i have a how about this? It doesn't seem like you, doesn't seem like you doesn't seem like you really want to type them. If you want to even just go and do a video of it and put it on there, so it's there for uh, public record. That's more than fine with me as well. No, that's perfect. That's what we'll. That's what Silicon Sea Valley is going to do from now on, and we're going to do it on our our Twitter, and we're going to release it. We'll put it on our YouTube page, and we'll also put it on all of our social media. And I'm excited. So look out, high spots and cheap cheap pops. We're still kind of getting going here, but believe me, this is going to be the biggest year of our lives thus far in terms of getting the show out to a lot of more different people. We're on Spotify now. Super excited about the future. And I'm really excited about the future of professional wrestling everywhere too. So thank you so much for joining us, folks. For Silicon Steve Alley, he's Vlad, he's Vlad the Impaler. This has been High Spots and Cheap Pops. Thank you so much for joining us. We will talk to you guys next week after Elimination Chamber.